Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Many experts agree that the stress test has gone too far and has many unintended negative consequences, pricing many would-be homeowners out of the market. We will review it to make sure it isn't a barrier. Pretty substantial housing announcement there by Conservative leader Andrew Scheer laying out his party's plan uh, to help Canadians buy a home. So we wanted to talk more about the impact of this particular promise today. We wanted to make sure we check in with the Conservatives. Uh, Michael Couture is our global news reporter that is travelling with Conservative leader Andrew Scheer this week. I caught up with him just before we came on air and here's what he told us. Well, Mike, thanks very much for joining us to talk about this today. Let's start with where you are and what's going on today. Yeah, we're in the greater Toronto area, uh, and this is an area that the Conservatives are obviously going to focus on. It's a vote-rich area. Uh, later on today, we're going to St. Catharines, Ontario. Uh, this morning, we were in Vaughan, uh, just outside of Toronto, where uh, Mr. Scheer made a housing announcement and a, a suite of changes uh, that he was he's proposing that if elected he believes would make it more affordable uh, for Canadians uh, and also first-time home buyers to actually purchase a house. Uh, interesting in this one though is that one of the promises is actually the reversal of a conservative policy which came in under Jim Flaherty um, and what it did was under Flaherty, he raised the, uh, the the mortgage term to 30 years uh, for first-time home buyers to make sure, uh, or to tw- sorry, he lowered it to 25 years to make sure that people didn't take on too much debt. What Shear is proposing is to raise it to 30 years, uh, which would allow people to get into the market more easily. I thought this was interesting today because these are some pretty big housing announcements. So you're saying he's actually promising to reverse both a conservative uh, policy and a liberal policy by removing the mortgage stress test as well. Yeah, he's actually said that he's going to re-examine it. Uh, Not 100% sure if they'll remove it because don't forget that is also another um, really good uh, policy to try and make sure that people don't indebt themselves too much. And that that was something that Jim Flaherty and the former Bank of Canada Governor Mark Carney uh, were always very concerned about making sure that they were helping protect Canadians almost against themselves, right? Because people will try and get into the housing market, uh, but sometimes they'll get a mortgage that maybe they can't afford. Andrew Shear's contention is like, look, if these are young Canadians that are trying to get in the housing market, they're better earning years are ahead of them and he'll believe he believes that they'll be able to afford that uh, the problem is uncertainty of work uh, what if something happens and then are you saddled with this um, you know big mortgage that is like an albatross around your neck yeah, I know this is a very, especially out here on the West Coast where we've had so many housing issues, this is some really interesting promises today. H- how would you say the campaign is going at this point for Andrew Shear, Mike, from what you have seen? Well, it's interesting because, I mean, there have been, uh, you know, a variety of polls out that talk about, you know, uh, leadership, who they want to see as the next prime minister, uh, or even just, you know, party support. And what's interesting is that despite 
everything that has happened to Justin Trudeau, the brownface, blackface incidents, the uh, SNC-Lavalin affair, Andrew Scheer still hasn't opened a significant lead over Justin Trudeau. Um, What does that say about how this campaign is going, I think, is one of the biggest questions. You would think that somebody who has been facing a leader, a prime minister, who has faced so many scandals, so many issues, and... You know, Andrew Scheer has tried to highlight them and say you can't trust Justin. You can't trust Justin Trudeau, um, his ethics, his moral compass. He's lost the moral authority to to, to govern this country. Mm-hmm. Yet somehow he still hasn't opened up a big enough lead to put enough daylight between himself and Justin Trudeau. And would you say that he is focusing, or the party is focusing, on that area around you know the Greater Toronto area in the next few days? Yeah, um, from from what I understand, it will be uh, for the for the next couple of days in this area. Uh, don't forget how many votes are in this area. It is super important for all parties. Justin Trudeau was down in Hamilton this morning uh, for the first part of the actual campaign. Uh, the NDP was in the Greater Toronto area um, as well, even though they did go up to, to Sudbury for for a day or two uh, and into Quebec. These are all places where the focus will be for the next couple of days, I believe, for all three parties. All right. Mike, thank you very much for your time. Thanks very much for having me. It's Mike LeCouture. He's our global news reporter traveling this week with conservative leader Andrew Scheer. Uh, That campaign clearly hoping to gain some momentum heading into the three-week point. We're kind of at the midpoint right now of the election campaign.